When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Poker and Politics here. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about the question being asked at long last, and Trump ignoring it, and QAnon spinning its wheels trying to furiously explain why this wasn't what happened. That, that the revelation that was supposed to occur that didn't occur is still okay. We're good. We're cool. Don't worry about it. Don't 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 fret. Don't must no fuss. And uh, also the litany of articles coming out about QAnon now that are better than have been in the past and uh, lines of attack that need to be raised against QAnon in the future. So, uh, first of all, the question. It was asked. He wa- Donald Trump, the God Emperor himself, not his press secretary, not any intermediary, President himself, as demanded by QAnon, was asked about QAnon by a reporter, and his reaction was to totally ignore the section of the question that had to do with QAnon. The question was brought up in conjunction with Marjorie Taylor Greene, the uh, terrible person who is the favorite to win election in Georgia's 14th district. And Trump was asked if he supported her, and what was his stance on QAnon, and he declared that he does support her, that she's a rising star in the Republican Party, and he ignored the QAnon thing, and when a follow-up was asked by the reporter about QAnon, he immediately moved on to the next reporter because he did not want to engage on QAnon. Now, this flies in the face of what Q has said in the past. Q has repeatedly said that if Trump is asked the question, about QAnon's legitimacy by a member of the press, he would declare that QAnon is real, that Q is legitimate. And then I don't know what would happen. Uh, A SWAT team would run in and arrest all the uh, journalists? Something. Some big payoff. Finally justice. Finally vindication for QAnon would occur when some idiot liberal finally asked Trump the question and fell into the trap, because QAnon's all about traps. All they care about ever is luring the cabal into a, devast- a devastating trap and uh, destroying them. 
That's the nature of QAnon is always a movie, always a big plot payoff, always a dramatic twist. They can't just arrest people. They can't just um, do normal things that normal people do. Uh, um, they, they have to have this thing where the bad guys sow the seeds of their own destruction. Uh, Joe M. did this uh, very much in one of his many tirades where he talked about how Trump was baiting the Democrats into demanding the unredacted Mueller report. And then when they did unredact the Mueller report, it would reveal that Obama had committed treason. And then he would be arrested and all the Democrats would go to jail for forever. And that was the real Mueller report. And this was something Joe M. was quite adamant about. And then that went away because they're wrong about fucking everything. Always. Um, That's the nature of QAnon is constant incorrectness. Always and forever. So now that Trump has not followed the script, QAnon has had to try to figure out why Trump didn't follow the script. Why didn't he confirm the existence of QAnon? Why didn't he unleash the storm uh, by being asked the question and giving the positive answer? And the immediate uh, reaction from most of QAnon was that the media was planning to activate an MK Ultra sleeper and to initiate a false flag and kill lots of Americans with someone who was going to be a radical Q believer. And that once Trump had confirmed his loyalty to QAnon, uh, the mass shooting would reflect poorly upon Trump. Unlike now, where Trump being ambivalent about QAnon and then some QAnon person shooting up a building would reflect okay on Trump, I guess. And so now QAnon has spent the last few days being livid and apoplectic about the idea that a major false flag terrorist attack will happen that will be uh, blamed on a QAnon supporter. But that cannot be true because QAnon does not endorse violence. Which is horseshit. QAnon is bloodthirsty. QAnon is radicalizing. QAnon is nothing but hatred of their enemies at all times and a desperate desire for them to be murdered by Donald Trump. That is literally all they care about is Donald Trump killing everyone they hate. And you can try to claim that it's peaceful because it's the law doing it, but that's the end result is death. Death, 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 death. They want to kill their enemies, and they really want that to happen sooner rather than later. But they'll wait until after Trump gets reelected, and then on November 4th, they'll demand their killings to start happening. And someone uh, on Twitter brought up the great point, because Julian's Rum made a statement that, like, well, you know, Trump's public lack of um, success at rounding up the global satanic pedivore ring would have led patriots to start killing people if not for Q assuring them that the killings will happen otherwise. The killings are going to happen and they will happen sooner or later. So just relax and chill and you'll get your death. This is the same mentality that uh, hardcore Christian fundamentalists will give you about their belief in God and how if it wasn't for God's baleful gaze being upon them at all times... 
and the fact that they knew that they would not be able to escape eternal damnation for their crimes, they would be killing and raping everyone in their field of vision, which goes to show that their supposed faith and love of their fellow man is actually just a fear of retribution. And if they thought they could get away with horrific crimes that hurt people, they would do so. And that's what QAnon's saying. QAnon is saying we would be killing people if we didn't think those people were already going to be killed by the state. And that's not peaceful. That's not being benevolent. That's not just doing your research and blah, blah, blah. No, that is bloodlust. That is the desire to see your enemies suffer. Um, the one time uh, I reviewed one of Martin Geddes's uh, long-form articles and I brought up the fact that he wanted uh, Strzok and Page and Brennan and Comey and probably Obama and Hillary too. He wanted them all murdered for treason. He wanted everyone executed. And I pointed out that Geddes was very f bloodlusty. He was uh, yearning for death and killing and carnage. And uh, Geddes subtweeted me by saying it's not bloodlust, it's justice. And that's their excuse. They always have an excuse for why they're such a terrible person. They always have an excuse for why what they're doing is not terrible. And it's exactly that. It is an excuse. It's not honest. It's not something that has integrity. It's just we want to kill people and we really, really, really don't want to be called out on the fact that we want to kill people so desperately. So please, believe our bullshit about justice and research and evidence and ignore the fact that we constantly talk about how desperately we want the storm to hit and we want to see all of our enemies humiliated and shackled and thrown in jail and then brought before a judge and jury convicted of their crimes and murdered for those crimes. That is the end goal, always, of QAnon, is the death of their enemies, and preferably in brutal fashion. They are all about hanging. Uh, they cue themselves. Cue themselves. Was furious about the anti-lynching bill that passed uh, Congress and then got gummed up in the works. Now... Rand Paul blocked it and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, the point of it was is there was an anti-lynching bill, which is literally just that, anti-lynching. Just uh, you can't lynch somebody. And Q, because Jim Watkins is a moron, uh, thought that this would ban hanging as a execution form for treason and this made Q very angry because he wanted these people to hang. He didn't want them to get the lethal injection where they just lay on a gurney and they get a shot in their arm and their heart stops. He didn't want some sort of peaceful death for them. He wanted the old uh, hanging where... They drop you down the trapdoor and the rope doesn't um, break your neck clean on the drop. So you've got to be strangled. You've got to suffer for uh, 
a while before you're choked out by the rope and killed. That's the only reason why you'd prefer a hanging over a lethal injection, because if you got a if you got the proverbial clean drop from the hangman's noose, uh, it would break your neck and you would basically you'd be incapacitated and unconscious instantly, and the choke out wouldn't you wouldn't even register in your mind. You'd be you'd be dead uh, almost immediately upon the drop. But that again wouldn't like satiate them. They need that violence. They need that suffering. They need to have Hillary thrashing and squirming before she finally dies um, from the gallows. Because they're sick. They're these sick, depraved monsters that just get off on bloodlust and carnage and death. And then when you point that out, or you're like, well, some fucking QAnon guy's going to shoot up a building to save the kids. They're like, no, 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 you're out of your goddamn mind. We would never do that. Yeah, you would. You've been goading people to do it for a long time. You want this to happen so badly. You're desperate for it to happen. You're sick. You're sick to pray for monsters. And you're never going to acknowledge that because to acknowledge that would mean having to make some changes in your lives and come to some realizations that are painful. And painful realizations are not something QAnon is all about. So, uh, from there, we've been having some great articles coming out uh, about the nature of QAnon, the danger of QAnon. Uh, the Daily Beast did an article about adrenochrome. Uh, the reporter who wrote that article uh, actually sent me a DM, because we had talked previously, I'd been quoted in a different article. And she sent me a DM, and the DM read... Do you know about adrenochrome? And I was just like, oh my god. This this is my moment. This is quite possibly the greatest day of my life. Um, this goes to show you how sad my life is. But uh, hey, I mean, what can I say? I've been talking about adrenochrome for a long time now. Um, also, do you know anything about adrenochrome? That was the question she asked me about that. So I was just like, oh man, uh, I hope you're ready for a wall of text because you're going to get it. And uh, she did bring up the Hillary face carving video and I got that quote about Monsters, Inc. in there, which was cool. And I'm grateful for it. But adrenochrome is an important thing to bring up because it's so fucking sick and it's so stupid. And it just goes to show how dumb QAnon is. And... They need to be called out on this. They need to be called out on their dumb beliefs constantly. So now, um, someone needs to do an article about, uh, like, just a series of, like, really bad misses that Q has made in their predictions, which is not hard. Uh, anyone who goes to QAnon.map or uh, QAnon.pub, QMap.pub or QAnon.pub would be able to find a good uh, sequence of misses. They're not. You can read my thread and come up with a series of misses. Um, the Q drop about Cl the Clinton's health rapidly, de public health rapidly deteriorating. That's good. Uh, July twenty eighteen, the month of world learns the truth. That's a great one. There's so many of them. Q Q's just constantly fucking wrong. It's really funny when you go through that thread of mine and you just read it over. It's like wow, there's so much shit in here. Uh, Q thought the Nunes letter was going to allow uh, Jeff Sessions to unrecuse himself and take control of the Mueller investigation and destroy it. I mean, it's just it's just incredible. Like you just forget how often Q calls his shot and how often Q gets it wrong. 
to the point where if you engage someone who believes in Q now, they will tell you, unironically and totally seriously, Q doesn't make predictions. That's their excuse. They will just claim Q doesn't call shots. Q doesn't make predictions. That's bullshit. Q constantly says things are going to happen, and then Q's wrong. And the reason why you claim Q doesn't talk about these things is because you know Q always gets them wrong, and it makes you look bad when you say when that is brought up. So you have to pretend that Q doesn't talk about the future, and Q doesn't call shots. It's a joke. It's a dumb joke. So that all happens. But now... There's other things that you need to talk about when it comes to Q. You being the media and you being reporters doing stories about Q. The biggest untapped story about QAnon right now is uh, something that Frederick Brennan brought up. And that is that Jim Watkins has been skating on this shit for far too long. Jim Watkins needs to be called out for promoting QAnon and giving Q a platform to preach his hateful bigotry and propaganda. I made this comment when I quote-tweeted uh, Frederick. I said that, imagine if ISIS had a website, and that was the only website they posted their shit on, and no one cared about the person running that website. That's what's happening right now. Jim Watkins is Q. And it doesn't matter if he's writing the drops or has is hiring someone else out to write the drops. He's the he's the publisher. He is the person publishing Q drops. He is the person disseminating the Q drops. So it is his work. He is Q. And there's really no like other way to look at it. Cuz you can't get a Q-drop without Aitken, which means that Jim is perpetuating this thing. Even if he's just giving a platform to some other person who he doesn't know, wink, wink, he could stop at any time. And that person, that nebulous, faceless poster who is Q, stated, no outside comms. This is the website I post on, period. The end. Even though they posted that on 8chan, and 8chan no longer exists, but... Close, 8chan's close enough, I guess. And so, he needs to be called out. People need to bring him up. People need to do research on him. People need to dig into his past and his story and promote it. He needs to get scrutiny. He needs to get a lot of media attention. He needs to be asked, why is he allowing Q to... Uh, push these lies to promote this bullshit and hit Jim with the fact that all of this is bullshit. Hit him with the adrenochrome. Hit him with all the failed predictions. Hit him with all of this. Now, he's going to dodge and claim that he's a free speech absolutionist and blah, 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 but that doesn't matter. You, you call him out and you make him the public face of QAnon because he's a bad public face. He's a weird, creepy dude who doesn't have a lot of charisma and is not hip to the jive, as it were. He's a, just a wacky guy. So make QAnon have to defend the goofy pig farmer from the Philippines who's running their operation. Make them have to say, yep, yeah, that's Jim Watkins. He's our hero. He's our champion. This is going great. 
Did we mention he's going to make a video streaming service and he's being helped by uh, exposed fraud, I the Spy? I mean, it it is a joke with the stuff that's going on. It is ridiculous that someone who is in the QAnon community hated. I the Spy is hated because he's a fucking fraud and everyone knows it. Other people exposed him as a fraud because they were sick of his shit. Because he pretended he was a super secret agent who had ultra high clearance and was basically a different version of Q. And when it comes to Q, uh, QAnon is a bunch of Muslims. There is no uh, there is no super secret spy but Q. And anyone who worships anyone before him is an infidel. So when you claim to be a super secret spy and you are not Q, you are a bad person. And yet this guy, this LARPing fraud who they hate, because Jim Watkins doesn't give a shit about the rest of them, because he's he's the man, he's Q, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Everyone else can just eat shit, because Q does whatever Q feels like, and you've got to accept it, because if you don't, you're out of the LARP, you're not having fun anymore, you're not grifting, you're not making your grift bucks, so tough shit. So... Jim Watkins and I the Spy are making their new video streaming service to get around YouTube, so we're going to see more awkward, weird, creepy Jim Watkins videos. And people need to go onto those videos and ask Jim, why are you promoting Q? Why are you allowing this to still happen? Aren't you worried that QAnon is going to cause a mass casualty event, which is the exact thing that got you deplatformed from your previous website? Because... Uh, 8chan was getting a little too saucy because people kept posting manifestos after committing mass shootings on 8chan. So, he needs to be attacked. The falsehoods of Q and his mis- misstatements need to be attacked. And the other important thing that I, don't, I haven't seen an article about this is the proselytizing nature of QAnon and how it is an ingrained part of the mythos of QAnon. That you have to go out and convert more people. That you have to bring more people into the group. Because that is how you save the world. Our world is fallen and will be destroyed if not for the fact that... um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. the Great Awakening must be triggered. And the only way we can get to the Great Awakening is if you get out there and meme your buns off and uh, make more people 
um, aware of the global satanic pedophile ring. Make sure that everyone um, knows what's going on, is understanding, and learns about this movement so that we can eventually release the Hillary face-carving video and it will not be rejected by the, the public as being a deep fake or whatever else. This is something I am told constantly by um, QAnon people that if the Hillary face carving video was revealed right now and we all got to see it in all its horrible glory, me, you, and all the other normies would reject it out of hand. We would we would be so offended and we would be so blue-pilled that we could not accept the Hillary face carving video on being a real thing. We would deny it because our brains would reject it much like a person being shown that the Matrix was a lie, but we yearned to take the blue pill, we would not accept the truth. We would reject the truth out of hand. We would deny it. The evidence, as clear-cut as it is, and it is indisputable what is happening in the video as Hillary orders the surgeon to flay the face off the little girl, and then Hillary wears the child's face to scare the child so the adrenochrome starts flowing, I'd like you to think about that for a moment. Imagine being a child and having your face carved off and not being terrified. The only way you can generate enough fear to make Hillary Clinton happy is if Hillary Clinton puts on your face and wears it as a mask to scare you. As if having your face carved off, you wouldn't be in delirious, excruciating agony and so incoherent as to not really be able to register the fact that some weird old lady is wearing your face in an effort to uh, get those fear uh, emotions pumping through your veins to generate the proper kick from when she drinks your blood. I would think you would, I don't know, just scare the person in a normal, rational, fearful way. Just uh, boogeyman stalker them, have them being chased down a hallway by an axe murderer or whatever. And they're freaking out, they're freaking out, they're running and they're running and then they walk right into the trap and then whimmo-blemmo, you slash their throat and then start drinking that blood or whatever. I mean, it seems like you're going through a lot of extra steps to carve their face off and wear their face as a mask to get to that fear. I would think that fear wouldn't be that tough a um, emotion to generate when you have complete control over somebody and can do anything you want to emotionally or physically uh, assault them, as it were. But again, the whole point of that story is just to make Hillary Clinton out to being a butcher and a monster. And she's terrifying and evil and scary. We need to hate her and want her to hang. We need to desire to have her feet dangle in the damp Cuban twilight. That's, that's the point of that whole thing. Not so much an honest and realistic story about fear generation through the blood. So, yeah, going deep on the Hillary face carving video and, and how it hasn't paid off yet, even though we're four years into the Hillary face carving video. 
and bringing up how Michael Flynn's lawyer is red-pilled and was talking about the Wiener laptop where the face-carving video exists. I think that's a very important thing to just really drill down on that, about how dumb this is. Um, because they have no shame. Uh, when I'm listening to the Knowledge Fight, they talk about it constantly, about how Alex Jones cannot be shamed. And that's true. You can't shame the grifters. The grifters are without shame. Jordan Sather will tell you he just chugged a bottle of MMS and he feels great. And then he will turn around and excoriate someone for not having enough facts and evidence on their side to prove a point about their pet conspiracy theory. Because Jordan Sather has absolutely no compunction about anything and is pathological and is lying. And that's the thing, is that people like him have no shame. They are completely and utterly incapable of being humiliated. But what matters is, is that you can show their shamelessness to the public and that makes them less cool. It makes the public less likely to join them and trust them and believe in them because they've seen them as the shameless liars that they are. It's this real interesting um, conversation about public shaming, I think. Is public shaming of these people good? Because that, there's that push and pull. And the push and pull is that you're giving them attention and you're giving them... Uh, more eyes, more engagement, more people looking at them. But at the same time, you're giving them incredibly negative attention. And what is the better outcome? Never engaging them or engaging them in only a way to uh, dunk on them. And I obviously come down on the side of dunking on them because QAnon is not going away. QAnon cannot be ignored into silence. QAnon cannot be just forgotten about and we will never have to deal with it. QAnon's here for forever now. QAnon is a thing that will not stop. It is the latest iteration of the Illuminati New World Order bullshit and they will never stop promoting it because the grift is eternal. The only thing you can do is to make it not cool. You can make it something people do not want to be a part of, and you want to make it something that when people talk about it, their friends go, oh my God, you believe that bullshit. That's terrible. I feel sorry for you. That is what you need to do. You need to uh, knock them down a peg or two in, in the esteem of the public. You want to... Make it so that people don't think it's acceptable to join the movement. You want to make it so that people don't think that it's a good idea to buy it. And hopefully over the course of time, you can create enough of a resistance in the public that less and less people join QAnon and they become more of a fringe movement and they slowly diminish in power and capacity until the grift changes into whatever its next iteration is. So, I think calling these people out for all of their bullshit and all of their lies and all of their nonsense is important. The public faces of this crap, like Sather and Geddes and uh, Praying Medic, all of them, Dustin Nemos, these people need to be pointed out for the grifters that they are. And the anonymous accounts need to get dinged too. 
It's harder to ding them because they're hiding a little bit better, but whatever. Just just go at them, and it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, no, I'm giving them attention. I'm growing their audience. Their audience is going to grow either way. QAnon's already out there. The, you have to build the counter-narrative. You have to do something so that the first voice these people hear about QAnon is not QAnon itself. It is a debunking service. It is a media service that is addressing the claims and the allegations of QAnon and exposing them for the lies they are. That's that's what matters. Gotta go at them and gotta tell the world what the truth is about this ridiculous nonsense and the global satanic pet of war ring. So... Uh, that's my that's me on the topics. I have questions today, which are all from the Grand Inquisitor uh, AIS Millard, who uh, says, as Q gets more and more mainstream and the wider public is more aware of the conspiracy, how do you think it will evolve? Like with Save the Children, we've already seen a shift away from the electoral aspect. Will the old guard influencers, i.e. medic, fall out of favor or evolve their grift? Um... QAnon Anonymous podcast has said that the first person that takes the hard edges off of uh, QAnon will uh, be a millionaire. Because that the Save the Children bullshit is such an easy sell, and it's such a nice way to just rope people into this kind of ideologically free uh, thing, where it's just like, Satanists are bad! Don't we all hate Satanists, everybody? Uh, and... Satan is bad, kids good. That's so pablum, and it's so easy that there's really nothing objectable about it, and you re- it's going to be really hard for people to argue against you until you actually get into specifics and bring up the fact that, well, Tom Hanks is a pedophile, and um, so is Oprah, and so is all the Democrats who I don't like, and all that kind of stuff. And that's when it gets bad. That's why you gotta keep it vague, you gotta keep it murky, and you gotta keep it cheerful. That we're just saving the kids. It's all we're trying to do. I don't know why you don't want to save kids, bro. I mean, that's that's the that's the way to reach the largest audience possible with really the most inarticulate shit imaginable. But inarticulate shit sells. It's a really easy sell. Because you're you're just preaching to a choir. You're preaching to a preconceived notion that society already has. That protecting children from bad people is something we should be doing. So when you say something as uncontroversial as save the children, you're not going to get a lot of pushback. The pushback only comes when you get to phase two of how to save the children. And the fact that saving the children requires uh, Tom Hanks to uh, be executed for treason. So when you keep it sunny, when you keep it cheerful, and when you keep the enemies nebulous and uh, not defined, so no one exactly knows who the bad guys are. They're just Satanists. It's much like the communists in... uh, McCarthy's list, where he never exposed the list. He's just like, there's a lot of communists in our government, and they're bad, and I hate them. 
that's the QAnon way of handling this. And as for the evolution of the grifters, that's about effort. That's about their desire to continue the grift. That's their, about them wanting to do this as their thing. I mean, you got Paul Ferber, who is one of the founding members of QAnon, and he's busy promoting this big dickanon thing, which is so stupid and has no uh, cachet with anybody. But this is his new dumb LARP, and he's really running with it. So, I mean, who knows what Medic wants to do in a year or two? Who knows what Sather or Nemos or any of these guys want to do with their lives in a little bit? Uh, Dylan Wheeler, Educating Liberals, is now becoming a neo-Nazi and is getting even more radicalized than Q is because Q wasn't doing enough for him. He wasn't getting the job done. So he just moved, he just upped his power level to just straight up fascist. So this is the kind of thing where you just, you don't know what people are planning and what they want to do and what what is their energy level. I mean, a guy like Sather, it feels like he'll do fucking anything for a buck. So yeah, he'll, he'll adapt. And the other thing about Sather is he's got so many fingers and so many pies. I mean, so many people, so many of these people are anti-vaxxers and they have other like parts of the conspiracy world that they operate in and they can adapt. They can shift. They can shift from straight QAnon to straight anti-vax to child trafficking without the touch of QAnon to a satanic ritual abuse. I mean, there's just so many facets to this thing. It's just... There's so many different layers that you can work on to scam people that I don't see how an energetic and opportunistic grifter would ever have any desire to leave this circuit because they're always going to be there. They're always going to have an opportunity and they're always going to have an audience that wants to hear this shit. There's, there's an audience out there that wants the ordered world that a conspiracy theory like this gives them and they want the fear porn that allows them to hate their enemies and root for their destruction. So, we're stuck on that. We're stuck on that front for forever. The second question is an off-topic question. Chocolate chip or oatmeal raisin? Man, if you had asked me this, like, even two years ago, I would have thought you were a fucking lunatic for even comparing the decadence of a chocolate chip cookie to oatmeal raisin. But I gotta tell you, in the last couple of years, I have had a hard turn towards oatmeal raisin. That shit is fucking incredible. So, I am definitely an OR Anon uh, supporter. CC Anon is dead to me. So, yeah, oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal raisin all day. I don't know why I love it so much, because I'm not a huge oatmeal fan, and raisins are whatever, but... You put those oatmeals and those raisins together in the cookie, boom, boom, flavor town. It is just incredible. So on that happy note, we will end ye old podcast. I'm going to try to do a bonus podcast tomorrow night. It all depends on how how much sleep I get and how uh, stuck I get on Cuphead, which just came out for PS4. And um, I have to play it sparingly on the weekends because if I play it too long, I'm going to fuck up my hands. And then it's going to be hard for me to do my day job. But I do want to play it a lot because 
I love the difficulty porn. I love challenging video games. And Cuphead really puts the screws to you. It really, really makes it tough. And that's fun to me. And I get to play Cuphead, probably beat it in a couple weeks. And then um, I get to then suffer until after the election. And then in mid-November, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. And the whole world can kiss my ass. I'm fucking gone. I don't care if Trump or Biden wins by a million votes or 10 million votes or whatever. I'm going to go be some fucking hacker in a dystopian hell world. And it's going to be great. So uh, that's the future I have lined up. And then after Cyberpunk 2077 is done, um, sometime next year, uh, Horizon Forbidden West is going to come out. Oh, slam, me and my girl Aloy saving the world again. Yeah, I mean, I'm annoyed I have to buy the PS5 to play uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West, but fucking no goddamn way I'm not doing it. So that's going to be awesome. So... That is Yield Casting of Pods for uh, this Sunday night. I will be back with the regular podcast on Tuesday night. And I might do a bonus one on Monday or Wednesday. So until all of that, uh, be safe, be sound, be happy, and I will catch you all later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.